What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Bleacher Banter Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your host, Tommy Buns, here with Just Jones this week. Sully not with us, here with us in spirit. Uh, but we got another good week to get into for you. We're going to talk about John Gruden. We're going to talk about the NFL Week 5. We're going to talk about the uh, MLB managerial openings in the playoffs and obviously give you our Week 6 picks in our season-long pick em. So let's get right into it, Dave. John Gruden resigns as the Las Vegas Raiders head coach after some dicey emails come out. Uh, you know, just just some not, not nice good. things he said about quite good. a few people. Not um, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean he, he he seemed to survive because it was the first wave, which was he had like the there was like the one comment about the former PA NFLPA director or someone, someone like I, I forget who it was. I forget his name uh, escapes me. But um, yeah, he seemed to like kind of survive that. And then right as that was kind of dying down, the next wave came out, and that was like, okay, you're you're fucked now. Like it was like probably if my memory serves like probably four or five days later, I think it was around that time. Um, yeah. So yeah, that once you, I mean, it was pretty uh, pretty straightforward language. There was no mincing words with what Gruden was saying. Um, so in today's climate, um, especially you're you're just not gonna survive that, um, especially for an organization like the Raiders who like. Give them credit. They are, you know, really an organization who's put diversity and inclusion kind of at the forefront um, for a long time. You know, they had the first black mm-hmm. NFL head coach. I believe they had the first or second Latino head coach, first or second Latino quarterback. Um, they had a lot, uh, first woman president, I think, some some high-ranking front office position, first female t- uh, hired was by them. So they they really have kind of put their money where their mouth is in terms of being a, a organization that cares about inclusion and diversity and I mean those those comments are he hit the fucking triple threat I mean oh yeah homophobic yeah. racist and sexist yeah uh, so he there was no there was no coming back from that at that once those second wave of emails came around because um, you know you we've seen people survive like oh it was one comment that you know 10 years ago but i think mm-hmm. these emails went to like like up to like 2017 or 18 up until like he that. got hired by the yeah. like over the entire course of his time at ESPN. yeah it was like yeah it was over the course of like seven or eight years um i believe the first one was like mm-hmm. in 2011 or something uh but yeah I mean, yeah and then the second just, wave that came out was yeah pretty yeah, much like, up to present day yeah, that's it's tough. It's tough. Um, and that's why also while he was working at ESPN, like that's not a great look for them. Um, you know, who knows if he would be I mean, I'm, I'm sure if he was still employed there, he would have been given the same treatment that the Raiders did. The Raiders gave him. Um, but it, it's just funny that, you know, we, we were talking about before, like the, the whole reason this is getting discovered is because of the investigation into Washington. So Washington's yeah, getting investigated, like, and Dan Snyder is just else not is having fucked. anything. Yeah, yeah, Dan, Dan Snyder's sneaking just out of here. Free. Not, yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Also, yeah, I, it's they, crazy. Gruden was sent. They were sharing like topless pictures of of the cheerleaders, Redskins and stuff. cheerleaders. Yeah, why That's do they have topless pictures up. of the Redskins cheerleaders yeah, one, in the first place? One, yeah, one, why do they have those? Where do you get them? <laughs> Two, why are you sharing them around? Like. That's yeah. the GM of the team. It's not like, you know, you and your boys, like, or someone, like, sent them to you and you ran into him. Like, he's exchanging them with the GM of the team. Like, technically, their boss, you know? 
or at least yeah. someone much higher on the food chain within the organization is them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, so that's, that's some that's wild tough. shit. How is, yeah, you know? how Dan Snyder is just not in trouble for that as well. Like, yeah, he's not, especially he's not in like anything. this, like, especially in the whole like Me Too culture. Like, how is he not getting ousted right it's now? It's unbelievable. And now they're, they just, they just out of nowhere were like, yeah, we're retiring Sean Taylor's number this weekend. Out of yeah, nowhere. I saw After a that. decade yeah, yeah, yeah. to just like try and change the conversation, change the narrative. Yeah. I don't get why they do, why they're doing it this weekend. Like, I get, they're what they're trying to do. They're trying to change the narrative and, you know, take the attention away from all that negative stuff. But like you could have just said you were going to do it and then do it in like a month. You could have just announced right. like, oh, in week 10, we're going to retire Sean Taylor's number. It's going to be a big day. You know, get your tickets. Ticket prices would have shot up, blah, blah, blah. All that excitement. They would add time to build for it. But instead they were just like, yep, uh, three days from now we're doing it. <laughs> yeah, like, why? So crazy. You know, you could have would have had the uh... same effect. Who are the, they're playing the Chiefs. It's not like he played for the Chiefs. Yeah, and it's not like Miami would be the only other connection, you know, because he was a right. star at U, U Miami. But right, out, yeah, yeah so that's that, I don't know. It's just like, I, I mean, I get why they're doing it, but I think it would have had the same effect if they had just announced it and said we're going to do it in a month. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, it's very... Odd timing. <laughs> yeah. Very I mean, odd timing. Dan Snyder, man, him, he's fucking pulling off the heist of a century in terms of the PR masterclass. It's like a fucked yeah. up PR masterclass, you know? Like <laughs> you wanna like you're you're like marveling at it because but it's, it's also so bad. impressive. Like, but you're like, God damn, Dick, this dude's getting away with fucking murder. And you're just like, yeah. How does he do it? How does he do it? Over yeah. and over. This ain't the first time. This is Dan Snyder one oh one. Yeah, and I mean, what kind of, um, I'm wondering with Gruden, like, what kind of, like, did they pay him still? Like, wasn't that money guaranteed? Yeah, I th I'm, listen, I, I don't think he walked away with all of it, and I don't think he walked away with nothing. I don't, yeah, I, I mean, he already anything. made $30 million. Yeah, so, so like, so I'm assuming he walked away with somewhere, it's like an NBA contract buyout, like, you, because those are full guaranteed, like, I'm right. assuming you walk away with somewhere between 40 and 60% of the remaining right. money. If I had to guess, that's a total guess. I have no idea. Right. He could, like, Cause I mean, he's there could done. be some clause in his contract that if he, you know, got caught, you know, using some racial language, right. then he's, they don't have to pay him. Like there's yeah. shit in contracts like that all the time. But yeah, like, like I just haven't heard. I feel like, I feel like we would have heard it if it was like, he's getting everything or he's getting nothing, you know? Right. They, uh, yeah. Cause I mean, he's never going to work again. No, he's done. He's I mean, he's unhirable yeah. as a as a commentator. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You can't hire him as a commentator. You can't hire him as a coach somewhere else. Like Gruden's done, which kinda sucks for him because he was getting it together. Like Las Vegas is good. Yeah. Like they're they're yeah. I mean, they've had some clunkers the last couple of weeks. But I mean they they beat the Chiefs last year. They've had some good wins so far this year. Like they were really kind of turning the corner. And then yeah, this happened. So I mean Carr's we'll having see. like the best year of his career. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the Raiders now. I all I know is I was um gonna pick against the Raiders almost every week going forward because they screwed me on Monday Night Football last week. But um, you know, that's neither yeah, here nor there. That was a tough one. Yeah. Tough one. Yeah, but I mean, that was uh that was um the week that was back in week four. But um week five pretty good in the NFL. I mean, we had some really good games. Obviously, we had like ninety five missed kicks. 
This was just not the week of Crazy. the kickers. I mean, injuries, missed kicks, left and right. Yeah, I mean, people that, getting cut. It was yeah, a goddamn that, bloodbath out there for kickers. That and it was the week before. It was like a kick. The weekend of the kicker with Tucker hitting. Right. The, yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the two pa- extremes. Up until this point, weeks. it was like, I mean. The Packers-Bengals was obviously the worst example of this. I mean, Mason Crosby missed, what, four straight kicks, three straight kicks in the fourth quarter of that game? I mean, that yeah. is just it's terrible. That's just wild. And he's, like, super reliable, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just, he just fucking sucked it up. It was so bad. And then the Bengals thought they hit that game winner. Yeah, he hit the flag and, and, and thought it was over. And hit the flag, and he thought it was over. And it was so funny. They are like, I'm like, that didn't go in. And then they're jumping, and I'm like, did that go in? I'm like, I hope not. Yeah, he, he, like, fooled us. Three. But, yeah, I yeah. thought it was, like, I, I thought it was missed. And then, like, you see him celebrating. You're like, did I just, my eyes play tricks on me? Yeah. Like, am I crazy? Oh, I needed another touchdown in that game so bad, though. I know, oh, I, know. I needed another touchdown in that game. I, but I mean, I pushed on the Packers, so it's okay. It's okay. It's fantasy, so many the, the the Monday night game, people were getting uh, it, like there's so many fantasy comebacks because you know Mark Andrews, John Taylor had like Hollywood Brown. Hollywood I was Brown. if dude if Brown didn't have a non-existent first half, if he would have had a few catches in the first half. Honestly, I probably would have won. I was down like fifty-five, and I lost by fifteen. That's crazy. I had I had I knew someone who was down seventy and came back and won with uh, yeah, Mark, An- my, Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. One of my other leagues, I had Lamar and Hollywood Brown, and I was down um I was down sixty-three points, and they got me or whatever sixty-eight, and I got sixty-seven. I ended up losing by less than a point. It was such bullshit. I'm like, come on. I'm like, one more catch and I win this game. Yeah. Like, oh, such a bummer. Such a bummer. That was that was probably the best game, um, or at least the best comeback we've seen this season. Um, Lamar balled the fuck out. Yeah, that was a. It's like every time he starts to get like a little bit of criticism, he comes back and just has a game like that. Yeah. You know his numbers are better this year, like across the board through five weeks than they were when he won the unanimous MVP. That's crazy. Like across I mean, honestly, the board. And it's not like, that, you know, his passer rating is 99.1 to 99.6. It's like 10 points everything. higher. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. He has been, he, it, they're not getting a lot of shine, but the Ravens have been uh balling. I mean, they're four and one, especially with all the injuries. Like they were left for dead. You know, people were yeah. like, writing Oh my God. Off. They didn't have a, they don't have a running back. They don't have like six running backs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally well, now who's they have starting, like they have like who's four their starting running, backs? running back? La- they don't La- even Latavius know. Murray? Latavius Murray, like, Tyson Williams, and uh, not Devin Booker, uh, Devontae Freeman, and then maybe one more right. guy on the roster. They have but, they have Lev Bell too. Oh yeah, oh well, yeah. I mean, is he going to even do anything? No, I mean he's not. I mean, he doesn't need to. Lamar's out there running, carrying the ball fifteen times a game. It's crazy. I that game was sick. I middled on that. I had Ravens money line, Colts plus eight. That was pretty fucking awesome. When I realized when it went to OT, and I was like, pretty much guaranteed to win this at this point because there was no way the Ravens were losing that once it went to OT. Yeah, that that was one of those games. The momentum was just entirely with. Yeah, them. I mean the Colts, the poor freaking Colts, man. What are they? They're zero and five or zero and four now. One and four. One and four. One and four, yeah, that's right, that's right, one and four. Yeah, I mean, the Lions are 0 and 5, that's what it is. Yeah, crazy though, I mean, absolutely crazy. 
Um, and then the Bills kicked the shit out of the uh, Chiefs. That was awesome. Had the yep. had the Bills the like Chiefs four are ways. In trouble man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Chiefs are in trouble. That was one of my uh, that was one of my picks last week. Was the Bills? Um, that was I. You had to know. I mean, that was an easy, easy pick. They were that was revenge for uh, that was revenge for the AFC Championship last year. There was right. there was no way they were losing that game. That was that was awesome. Um, and then the other, I mean, your your boys had a had a rough week. Saquon, what what's the diagnosis? I don't even know. I mean, dead. I mean, he broke his ankle for yeah, sure. He's dead. I mean, the I pictures they, they showed after they, it was like completely no, dislocated. They said Joe Judge. Last update I saw was that Joe Judge said it was like a, a we dodged a bullet type scenario. Like he's still hurt, but like not done for the year. Hurt but not injured. Yeah, sure. Hurt, hurt like, but not if, injured. If, yeah. Based on those comments, I would say he's out a few weeks. Like you know, maybe like a three to five or a four to six situation. Yeah. Um, but like not done. I don't know. It's just at this point, fucking sit him down. Like what do I want to go one and seventeen or one and sixteen? Yeah. Fuck at we, this like, point. What are we doing here? Yeah, I might as well at this point. Um yeah, and then uh Galladay gonna be out a couple weeks too. Yep, looks like that. Uh thank God Kadarius Tony's like a really good football yeah, player. Yeah, no kidding until that. he decided to pull the old gonna punch a guy in the face who's wearing a helmet. Yeah. But now, I mean, he didn't. He surprisingly didn't get suspended for that. I was, I thought he would have got a game, no. you know, or like. No, a I feel like what's his name on the Cowboys was asking for it. Yeah, that's fair. It but you know how like the NFL the, is. Like they never catch the first guy that taunts. Right. They always catch the second guy that retaliates. It wasn't like the Saints player last year that <laughs> remember that he came up and he slapped that dude and the guy like looked. He's like, "What just happened?" Oh yeah, yeah. Dar- uh, Darnell Mooney did it. Yeah, uh, Darnell yeah. Mooney. He slapped him and then like was like put his dukes up, ready to fight. And the guy just <laughs> yeah. like looks at him, like shrugs his shoulders. And then he just start he like starts piecing him up. That was crazy. <laughs> I I just remember seeing that he slaps him and the guy's like, "What what the fuck just happened?" Yeah, what are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was some wild shit. That was so funny. Um, and then the last big one from last week, the Chargers Browns. I mean, that game, unbelievable. Yeah, ninety nine points. That was that was awesome. That was a college football game. That was almost as good as the Texas Oklahoma game this weekend. I mean, that was that was a game. That was a game. How Oklahoma covered that spread, I have no idea. That was the most like someone was looking down on me this weekend. I don't know, but like <laughs> gambling the, gods. Go- the gambling gods gambling were gods. looking down on me this weekend because that was dead in the water, and they end up coming back and covering. That was absolutely insane. Crazy. Texas was so close to being Texas again. And then Oklahoma's right. like not so soon, boomer sooner. Yeah, and then, I mean Texas, like they're like probably in the top five if they win that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Oklahoma it. was six, yeah. and then obviously Bama getting beat by unranked Texas A and M. That was Oof. tough. That was tough. Oof. Well, Johnny Oof, Manziel they, was on the sidelines. That's what happened. Man. Yeah, they Fucking were like Manziel magic. Bama was like 14, 17 point favorites. I think. Yeah, I think seventeen or seventeen and a half was what I saw. Because they were like ten point, the line was like ten and a half for the first half, and yeah. then yeah, that was that was crazy. That was insane. Um, I think that was the first the first first half spread they haven't covered in like two seasons. Really, Bama? Yeah, they were they were on a crazy like sixteen and 0 first half run. I think 
It was something. Damn. It was more than 10. It was more, I think, all last season they covered every first half spread. Um, crazy. It was a lock, but not anymore. Um, yeah, no, it was a good week of games, though. Really, really good week of games. Um, definitely some stinkers in there, but, I mean, the Pats almost lost to the fucking Texans. That, that was, was that was tough. That they, was I had scary. a lot of people had him in Survivor. Had that the Pats in Survivor? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm still recovering from losing my Survivor from the Titans last week, so, you know, fucking losing to the Jets. That's a tough one. Uh, that was? Because it was the Jets and the Saints people lost on, because the Jets and Giants both won. Yes, yeah, that was that was brutal. That was so hard. And then the Jets go out and can't even beat the Falcons, so, like, even worse when the Jets just get embarrassed the next week. Um, but, yeah, no, good, really, really good week of games. Um Obviously, we have the MLB playoffs going on now, too. Um, yeah. Only one who picked the Red Sox. I picked the... Uh, let me see. Let me see what I had here. Looking uh, good. I think I had it in... I did not have it in four. I had it in five. But they got it done in four. That's Fuck the Rays. The Rays. I mean, once the, Rays the Red really, Sox... Like, I mean, they looked great in game one. And yeah, once just... you lose a game by, like, 12 runs, though, I mean, you're not... That's another thing. I saw... We were, we were watching that game. Like, I kind of... I was watching it early, and then I see Chris Sale give up the the grand slam. Yeah, we're down five nothing in the first inning. I'm yeah. like, oh well, the series like, is over. I think it was six two when I stopped watching, and then I like next thing I know, I come back, I look at the score an hour later, and it's fucking like twelve to two or twelve to six. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, one ended up winning fourteen to six, had twenty hits. I mean, you're not gonna beat a team that you're not gonna That's beat insane. the Red the Sox. The Rays bullpen is nice like too. Yeah, we fucking destroyed the Rays bullpen that game. That once that happened, I was like, okay, they're probably gonna win this series. And then they came out on Sunday, won in extras. I mean, thirteen innings. That was crazy. After those two games, Dude, what I was, was like, the deal with that that ground rule double or what? It like bounced oh, off. The, yeah, I so didn't like it see it in it, real time, and I was trying to follow on social on Twitter. It bounced off the bullpen wall in right field. Okay. Bounced off the ground. Okay. Hit the player and then bounced into the bullpen. So that's a ground rule double. Ground rule double, yeah. Yeah. And like there were people, race fans were like, oh, race fans were so salty. They're like, such a fucking tic tac bullshit play. And then there's a video from 2019 where that happened to the Rays left fielder. It bounced off of his glove and went out into the stands and it was called a ground rule double like Kevin Cash came out and argued it that it was a ground rule double and the umps ended up making that call and holding the runner at third so I'm like first of all your own manager has argued this exact rule before for a scenario where your left fielder basically threw the ball with his glove into the stands I'm like and we just had so much bullshit in game one at the trop with balls in the fucking scaffolding in the catwalks at the trop it's like okay stadium you had yeah, you but had yeah, your that, that, that hits hypocrisy like, to the max. Yeah, I was like, okay, I was like, there's I teams mean, who have had you, beefs what, in the past, but like, and I understand why they're mad. What do you call mad. it then? Yeah, literally, what, like, it's what, not a home tell, run. It hit the ground. If it's not a ground rule double, what is it? Tell if me it what hits, the, yeah, what the exactly. solution is. It's one thing if it hits off the obviously if it hits off the player and goes out, that's a home run. Like it never touched the ground. It's a home yeah, run. It, yeah, exactly. But it's like, oh, yeah, but it's like okay, it bounced off the wall, hit the ground, then hit the player. Like yeah, it, it hits was literally the like, wall it was like a and the player, ball. yeah. I mean so the wall, like, the ground, and the player. I just yeah, I don't know. And it was like right what, field at Fenway. It was literally the right field bullpen at Fenway, like which is like a three foot wall, right? 
yeah, if you don't hit it over that, like it wasn't going to be a home run in any other part of the ballpark. Exactly, yeah, or so, in any in any stadium. Yeah, it's like so. Give me a break. Yeah, they were they were salty about that, but then um, you know, they came out, they got it done. Um, game four gave us a real scare. I mean, we were up five nothing, ends up being tied five five, and then uh, Kike Hernandez, who might be the best postseason player in you know baseball history, um, just comes in and hits a nice walk off sack fly with the bat flip. I was like, all right. I was like, this team's feeling itself right now. Everyone should watch out. Um, honestly. It, they're I I don't care who they um like the Astros like I'm not worried about the Astros the Astros are fucked I think it's gonna be an embarrassing series for the Astros I hope it is man I, I mean, think I, we're gonna I, go in there and like dominate I'm a, I'm officially rooting for the Red Sox <laughs> yes I'm putting Hop it on, on record. in we are a great we're gonna have Yankee a great fan. time and then we're gonna go beat the Dodgers and it's well, gonna let's be not fantastic. get ahead of ourselves. I, I, well, <laughs> I, I was following that up with after you dismantle the Astros, I would very much enjoy if the Dodgers or whoever made your – did the Dodgers even win last night? They or That's tonight? No, it's last tonight. night. They won. No, it's, it's tonight. tonight. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was last um, night too. I bet on it. And yeah. then I'm like, why is this? I'm like, it's 9-15. Why hasn't this game started yet? And then I'm like, oh, because it's tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I was fuck. confused as fuck. Um. Yeah, okay, so then it, whoever wins that, like, I hope, you know, the the National League team just dismantles them in the in the World Series, you know. Maybe they could win one, but five yeah. games. Yeah, you know. We'll that's see. that's but, my best-case scenario is yeah. Sox in four over the Astros, <laughs> and then... And Sox get swept, yeah. And then Sox get swept. <laughs> I'll tell you, my... So I'm the only one with my World Series prediction still alive. Could be dead tonight, because, um, I mean, me and you had the Astros... I was the only one with the Sox. We all had the Brewers, so we were all out on that series. And we all have the Dodgers. So if the Dodgers lose tonight, then none of our predictions were very good. Yeah, I'm going to have both World Series teams out in the division series. Yep. That's going to be a tough good. look. Tough not good. look. But, I mean, at this point, I I am confident the Red Sox will make the World Series. Um, you know, the Rays... I think we're the toughest team they were going to have to beat. Their confidence is sky high right now. Obviously, don't have home field, but we didn't have home field. Um, we didn't have home field in uh, the last series either. It, That's true. It's true. I haven't had home field so, since the wild card. Nope. So, I mean, it, we're not going to have it at any other point. So, unless the – I think if the Braves make it. Yeah, if man. If the Braves – Yeah, you definitely have a better – Definitely have a better. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Braves were 88 and 73. So if the Braves somehow make the World Series, we will have home field advantage for the World Series if we get there. Um, I'll tell you all um, my only bet on the game tonight was under seven runs because I think for a game seven, um, just incredibly high. Um, I mean, yeah. W- uh, and, like, I mean, in normal circumstances, like a seven over under is not high for a baseball game. But, but like game, most game of the money five, I saw, like the, the over was like was even money, and the under was minus one thirty. So mm-hmm. clearly, like people are even. I mean, wouldn't be surprised if some places are even putting that at six and a half. Yeah, yeah. I bet. I wonder if it is now because I got it last night. Right now, it is at nope. Still at seven right now. Still at seven. Yeah, San Francisco, uh, slightly favored. 
slightly favored. Um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. That's probably going to be one of the uh, probably going to be a really good game. Two, two best teams in baseball going at so. it. So I mean, yeah, and they got yeah. it's a pitches. It's a uh, Urias and Logan Webb on the mound. Mm-hmm. So you got the major league wins leader, and Webb was I think he was like eleven and twelve, eleven and three or twelve and three with like ERA like right at three, like three point oh five or three point oh three, something like that. Yeah, um, no, it's definitely uh, and Webb definitely. pitched a gem in game one of this series. He pitched seven and two thirds innings, no no runs. Yeah, no, they had even um they their pitching is outstanding. Yeah, they their pitching so is the Dodgers though. You dude. don't do Fucking, you don't win like a hundred something games without at very least good pitching. And and when you right. have a lineup like you could understand the Dodgers like winning a hundred games with like not as good because their lineup is insane. But like right. with a lineup like the Giants, like I don't care how many people are having career years, like you're just not winning a hundred games without good pitching. Yeah, no way. No way. Yeah. It's it's wild, um, but also in the MLB we got some managerial openings. We got obviously the Padres, um, Cardinals just fired their manager. We got the typical names out there, Showalter, the yeah, the Mets as well. Honestly, I could see Showalter ending up on the Mets. Yeah, um, it would be. I think Showalter's like gonna get a job, because um, I think a lot of these teams are like kind of, you know, there was that wave like four or five years ago of like hiring all these managers who were like more of like player relations guys and not really like old time baseball guys, you know, guys that were more in tune with analytics guys that were like, you know, really about managing a clubhouse and getting along with the players. And in, instead of like being more of that, like old time coach mentality that, you know, they've had for so long. And I think it's kind of not worked for a lot of people. And so they're starting to kind of go back. That's why you're seeing these names that are, Hold on, I'm pulling up the list of the Padres, like, list of candidates. Okay, yeah, it's, like, great names. So the the list they have, so they're still finalizing the list to interview, but names being discussed internally include Bruce Bochy, Buck Showalter, Jeff Bannister, John Gibbons, Ron Reineke, John Farrell, and Brad Osmus. So, so here's a question. Does A.J. Hinch get an interview somewhere? I think he does, but I think, I, I I think he'll be asked. I should say, I don't right. think he accepts it because he he actually like had the Tigers on the come up this year, and I think that would be a really like as much. Obviously, he you know served a suspension, was out a year, but like let's not pretend like his image is in a good spot right now, you know. Right. And I think that would just be like like if I was his agent, I would not advise him to leave Detroit this year no yeah would, he's got the job security in detroit honestly he's got the job no security the team's on the up and up like they've got a lot of young talent uh they got a good farm system if you can ride that out for four or five years like you could really turn detroit into like a contender again or at least end like up a in fun another team situation end up in another situation like houston exactly i mean that's all that's what he had there and yeah. look what happened i mean exactly. they were fucking dirty cheater bastards but it's okay yeah yeah. I mean, he really has a chance to kind of do it. And uh, people seem to like players seem to really like him. So, yeah, yeah, that was like you never heard anything bad about him in Houston from the players. I mean, obviously. He yeah, I mean, I've seen even a couple players in Detroit. Like, I think Miggy came out and like in big like support of him. Which I guess is good. 
Yeah. You, know, you want legends. Yeah, like no, that. that's all you that's all you need. You need Miguel Cabrera to come out and support you and then you're good. Yeah, it's it, it it'll be interesting to uh to see to see what uh what shakes out here. Um I mean, I don't know. I do you think uh you think they're gonna stick with Boone or do you think they'll there'll be a change? A week ago, I would have said there's a change, but now I do think they're going to stick with Boone. I think there's going to be a lot of overhaul in the coaching staff under Boone and in like the analytics department under Cashman. Um, they already they didn't fire, but they chose not to re-sign hitting coach Marcus Timms and third base coach Phil Nevin. Um, if you asked me a week ago, those would have been the two names that I said absolutely have to go. Uh, you know, I, I could listen to an argument about keeping Boone. Sure. Like I've, I've been torn on it since the end of the season myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think the people suggesting that Cashman needs to go are laughable. I've always been a huge Cashman supporter and I think it's, I think it's so idiotic. It's an ultimate, like the grass isn't greener, dude. Like it just isn't. Yeah. Um, Cashman's not the issue. He's unarguably a top five GM in baseball and he would yeah, be treated that the, way he, when he, he's, he becomes a free he, agent. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to – nothing's going to change. Uh, he's going to go do the same thing elsewhere. Like, he's definitely not the issue. It's been – like you said, it's been the lineup. I mean, your lineup didn't deliver outside exactly. of Exactly. What are you going to do? Like, it's like the, we talked about the last week. Like, the la- like you want to trash Boone, like, about losing the wild card game. Like, what exactly button would you have pressed different in that game? Because in my book, he played everything right with the hand he was dealt with in that game. Obviously, you're starting Garrett Cole. Obviously, you're pulling him at that point. Like, obviously, you're bringing in Green, Loisega, Chat, like all of these, your top guys, and all of them didn't perform besides Holmes. So, what do mm-hmm. you, what, what would you have done? To, are you going to sit there and tell me you were going to bring in our sixth best reliever instead of Loisega, who's been the best, reli- literally the best reliever in baseball this year? Like, what do you, by war? Yeah. What are we, what are we talking? He's a fucking reliever that had a three something war. It's insane. Yeah, so, that is crazy. That is you know, crazy. I, I just didn't, I don't get, like, it's just at some point, it's got to be on the players. Like, it, I get, like, oh, he constructs the team, he builds the team. But, like, yeah, he constructed the team that won 100 games three years in a row, and everyone was, had as a world, literally the World Series favorite coming into the year. Like, what, you know, and and everyone, when he made those deals at the deadline for Gallo and Rizzo, everyone was applauding him. And now all of a sudden, they we didn't, we shouldn't have gotten Gallo. Everyone could have right. shut the fuck up about getting Gallo yeah. when we were when, at the deadline. Yeah, it's not his fault that Gallo didn't deliver. It's yeah. like <laughs> it's not it's it's on the player. So yeah, at some point yeah, it's got to be on I, the player. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think the management's the problem. I mean, definitely there's been questionable decisions. I think there will be like Boone's part, but I think there'll of course there's not. I'm not going to absolve every, Boone or Cashman of any wrongdoing because there is wrongdoing, but that goes with the territory to any team, you know. Um, right. I just don't, I think there is going to be like pretty significant overhaul within the roster. You know, I think we could see like up to like you know 8 to 10 to 12 of the 25 players be different next year, including yeah. like three or four players in the starting lineup, like the nine position players. Um if you include the DH. Um so that I think is much more likely than seeing a major change in manager or GM. I don't think a 0% chance Brian Cashman gets fired, like not even on the table. They could miss the playoffs the no. next two or three years, and that's not even on the table. 
Um, How long has he been the GM for? He's been the GM for 25 like twenty-five years. Twenty, yeah. I was gonna say he goes way back to yeah. Like, I mean, the, he was George's golden boy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said like when George died, he was probably probably had in his will like you're not allowed to fire Brian Cashman. Yeah, because who? It's Hal that runs. Hal now, now runs right? it. Yeah. yeah, Hank actually died. Hank, but Hank was never like. Hank was, he's the other, like, son of Steinbrenner, and Hank mm-hmm. was, ne- he was only involved, like, very early on after George died, and then yep. pretty soon, like, maybe a year or so after that, he kind of took a step back, and, you know, Hal's been the owner running things ever since, um, but it's really, like, Cashman's running that organization from a baseball right. standpoint, you know, George is probably overseeing numbers and, you know, the business side of things, but from a baseball standpoint, that, or Hal, I should say, from a baseball yeah. standpoint, it's Cashman. Uh-oh. Right. So I, I think it's doing because it, I don't think Hal has the ability to do that. You know, George no, did. Or at least not. George had the balls to think he did. Yeah, I was going to say he might he might not have, but he definitely thought he, he fucking, could. Yeah, he snaked it till he made it. Yeah. Oh, man. Those were the days. Those were the days, Dave. Um, <laughs> yeah, but let's uh, let's do our week six picks, uh, our week six picks and get the fuck out of here. Um, Sully. Gave us his picks in his absence. He's got the Raiders plus three and a half uh, against the um, against the Broncos. He's got the Ravens minus two and a half um, against the Chargers. He's got the Lions plus three and a half against the Bengals, and he's got Kansas City Washington over fifty four and a half. That is an absolutely banana lands pick, but <laughs> I don't know if he expects Kansas City to score. 55 points um but i guess we'll see <laughs> yeah i'm I, I actually i actually like those picks um i'm gonna you can go i'm like i got like five or six written down i'm just gonna all right i also have i have four spreads and an over under but i'm gonna narrow it down um i was gonna take the packers but i'll leave that for you um yeah. i'm taking the rams minus nine and a half um, I think the Rams are going to win uh, big this week against the Giants, uh, a banged-up Giants team. Um, I am also going to take the Chiefs minus 6.5 after a embarrassing home loss. Um, they're 2-3. and three. I think they're going to kick it into gear and just shit-stomp Washington. Um, Washington defending NFC East champion, but just having an awful season. Their defense forgot how to play defense. I think the Chiefs hang a big number on them. Um and yeah, cover six like and a half five easy. defense and they're just terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's really crazy. Um, yeah, the, the Chiefs should the Chiefs should win that by twenty. Um, I'm also gonna take the Vikings minus two. Um, the Vikings have been winning close games. Um, all year. Um, it's actually um one and a half. I actually see it's at right now. So uh, Vikings minus one and a half. Um. I think they they will beat the Panthers. Um, Panthers are a pretty good team, but uh, I think the Vikings get it done. And then I'm um, going to take the Ravens Chargers over 52. Um, neither defense really good. Both offenses really good. Um, they're both averaging like 28 points a game. They both average giving up 23, 24 points a game. Um, they give up a ton of yards. Uh, they both have really high-powered offenses. I think that's going to be probably the game of the week. Um, probably going to see something similar to the Browns-Chargers game we saw last week. You know, close in on a hundred points. So I think that I think that over is a is a lock right there. Yeah, I like it. Um, so I think everyone's kind of 
think you and guys have touched upon most of my picks, if not all of them. Um, I also love the Raiders plus three and a half. Uh, the old coach getting fired game after win. Um, you know, getting I'm getting three and three in the hook. I I wouldn't I I'd, I'd be tempted to pepper pepper a little uh, on the money line with the Raiders this week. Um, also, obviously, Packers minus five. Um, I, the Packers Packers defense has quietly been really good, uh, especially at pass rushing. So the going up against that Chicago offensive line, which is putrid, so uh, bad. probably the worst in the NFL. Uh, I like that. I like them to cause havoc for Justin Fields, and uh, it's a for his first taste of Packers Packers uh, Bears rivalry. And I think Rodgers is going to humble the kid a little bit. You know, welcome to the rivalry, kid. Uh, you know, yeah. you can get a win in a couple years when I'm gone, but it ain't happening this in your first rodeo. And then I'm also going with like you with the Rams minus nine and a half. As long as that stays below ten, give me that. Daniel Jones or no Daniel Jones, um, without Saquon Barkley, the splits of Daniel Jones's offensive production is insane. Uh, they're not good when he doesn't play, <laughs> um, and he's also going to be without Galladay. I expect guys like Tony to have a big game, but let, but not. It won't translate into a win. Um, I could see that being like a you know a 34-10 or a 34-7 finish um, in that one. And then my over-under, I'm going with Chiefs-Washington over 54. I think the Chiefs, like you said, are going to come out firing. Um, but their defense is also really bad. And I don't think Tyler Heineke is as bad as everyone thinks he is. So I think Washington's going to put up some points too. Um, I could see that being like a you know 36-28 type of game or 36-24 um, type of situation. So I'm going. That's my Chief. Raiders plus three and a half, Packers minus five, Rams minus nine and a half, and Chiefs Washington over fifty four. Love it, love it. Yeah, no, those we we all got some uh, good cards going there. Uh, just to update the standings, last week Jones won two and one. Uh, move stays in first place at ten nine and one. Um, okay. I went three and one. Moved to a close second at ten and ten, and right. uh, Sully went two and two and third at eight and twelve. So all no right. one's still still not running no away. No one's running with away it. with we're it. All, no one's running away with it. We're all close. All it takes is one four and a week, and someone jumps You're up back to first. In it. Back in it. Right back in it. Yeah, I like this. We're all through through week four through week five. We are. Uh, we're all still in the it. The goal so. is to get it. So no matter which one of us you tail. You're you're getting winners. They're all <laughs> yeah. We're all winning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you wanna you want to. Uh, I had the best like gambling weekend of my life last weekend. So <laughs> I had I had an eight. I had an, hit an eight team NFL parlay. That's that was, insane. That was that was fucking insane. And I also hit Josh Allen um, first TD on. Um, Sunday night at eleven to Love one. That, that, that was pretty fucking sweet as well. Love that. I yeah. Sunday night was awesome. I was really worried with the delay, with the weather delay, that the Chiefs were going to come back out in the second half and kick it up and win the game because I had Bills money line in that eighteen parlay. Um, but they got it done. They got it done. They delivered for me, and I'll love them forever for it. Got um, to. Got to. Um, but that is going to do it for this week's episode. We will be back next week with another one for you. Um, in the meantime, go follow us on the socials at BleacherFan, at BleacherBanter. Check out the store at BleacherFan.com and uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast, and we will see you next week. All right.